Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We have been friends for over a decade. And each week we call one another. Half of us dread it, apparently. Mm-hmm. And half of us love it. It's weird. I love it. Um, so I don't know why you feel about it. <laughs> and each week we catch up. Yeah. Right before we started recording, Joe's like, Ugh, I know we're doing a short episode, but I still dread it. <laughs> No, because as as we are announcing right now, I think we announced it in the last episode that I still have yet to edit. Uh, we are going on a hiatus. Yeah, Joe, and if you dread it, like we could talk about that too, because like we're, you carry most of the load for like editing and all of that, and like if this isn't fun, like let's no no out no how no to make it fun again. As you and I talked about, I just dread it in terms of like I need a vacation. Dread it. Sure. Like, and I we're need taking a break. one, so yeah, yeah. We're not we're not saying when we're coming back because we don't actually know. We're gonna. When oh no, no, the we know. Year happens. Oh, we do. Yeah, we think we're gonna come back on our anniversary week. Oh, okay. So towards the end of January, so yeah, it's a big yeah. break for us. Yeah. Unlike other shows, this isn't a normal thing for us. We don't do this all. Yeah, this is, this will actually be the first time in the history of doing our show that we will have missed a week. Yeah. We we've never so, missed a week. I don't think so. This is what we remember. do every. Single week without fail, we have been there for the people, and that's why, guys, I'm so tired. I need a much. I need a. This is, we're going to go on four years, and uh, I mean, I need a much long. Like right now, when we started the show, if a kid started in high school, he's dating me by now. <laughs> how old was Cameron when we started doing this show? Your last boyfriend. How old was he when we started doing this? Twenty-one. No, nineteen. Nineteen. I don't know. Um, Let me see. If, wait, he's twenty three. He'll be he'll be twenty three oh, on our fourth now. Yeah, he'll be our twenty three on our fourth anniversary. That means okay, he was twenty two so on our 20. third, twenty one on our second, twenty on our first. Nineteen when we started the show. Shit. Okay. Well, um, what do we do? What are we doing? Uh, we want to introduce a story. We're not doing a full episode. We're just going to introduce a story. You know, the other uh, day I met a guy it? who looks exactly Mike exactly. Doppelganger. I did a double take like Jose, former ward of the show, Jose. And you know it wasn't. Like you talked. No, to I him. had a conversation with him. Yeah. You, you want to hear the weird thing? Yeah. I, can't, I can't give his first name. Come to give his last name. His last name is the same last name as Jose's character in Chris's film, A Better Life. Interesting. Isn't that weird? Is it and a lo- rare last name or is it like. It's not, know, a, it's not a rare Mexican last name, but it's it's not super, super, super common. And you know what's funny is he looked so much like him, I called Richard on FaceTime. I said, Richard, look who I'm with. And Richard laughed and went like, ah, ha, 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 hi, Jose, how are you? I mean, he looks exactly like him. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> I have a new cool. boy toy. Wait, no, you don't. No, but you're I'm just not. Kidding. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just kidding. I do have his number though. 
Um, okay. And is he like the same age as Jose? No. Older? <laughs> Please? No. <laughs> He's younger? Yes. How old is the kid? I'm not really hanging out with the kid. The kid's 19. I, I, I'm not hanging out with it. Someone I bumped into. Uh, wait. Whose number you got? Well, I'm going to cut this out of the show. Too bad we can't put that joke in the show. Um. Okay. Well, should we just go right to the math story, or, I mean, what are do you have any huge Christmas plans, or do we do that after the story? What do you want to do? Let's just do one thing before the story, and then have the show end. I don't want to do another thing after the story, do we? Okay. Yeah, it's easier for editing, and Lord knows you dread editing. Dread editing is what I call it. (laughs) So, um, my family comes tomorrow, actually. So, um. Everybody shows up tomorrow. I just picked up the car a few minutes ago, and we're Your ready nephew? to go. Huh? Your nephew's he's, coming? He's coming, yeah. Your sister? Yeah. Mom and dad? Yeah. Oh, wow. Everyone is coming. Yeah. Whole family. We, I don't have a big family. We're even going to drive down and see my mom's brother, who lives not too far from here. Oh, so interesting. It, well, here's the big question. Yeah. Does Steve get to meet them? Steve will meet them, yeah. <gasps> that is part of it. Wow. Is Steve nervous? That's a good question. I'm going to have dinner with Steve in a few minutes. Uh-huh. Um, that's a question I'm going to ask for sure. I don't know. He's so like lighthearted and everything's easy and happy and good, though. I don't really see him. He'll be like, whatever. It's whatever. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get your lunch for the hike. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> What's the big deal? Why are you freaking out? Calm down. Yeah. By the way, I told him we talked about that on here, and he was like, Mike, I told you hours before, and you had so many opportunities to get lunch, which I guess maybe is true. But uh, Now, how do you feel? Because the next time I see Steve, you know I'm going to bring it up. He, he'll forget it by then. He's Everything rolls off his back. It won't be a thing. I was just telling a friend of the show and t- therapist of the show, Taylor the Latte Boy, that um, you know, on his show – uh, Rodan and uh, Taffy Carlisle Huffington. Do you know what their favorite movie of 2016 was? Both of them had the same favorite movie? Well, I don't know, but uh, oh. it may, they may not technically say... Well, I'll say this. This is what... I can say this for sure. They both think this was the funniest movie of 2016. What? The funniest movie, Mike. Tell me. Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Oh, I didn't see it. Maybe it was. I didn't see it. I don't even know what it is. With Zach Efron and Adam Devine. Adam Devine. Who's Adam Devine? The kid from um, Pitch Perfect. And- yeah, he's not a kid actually. He's probably about your age. But um, you he know- always plays like kind of young college guys. Modern yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. Right? He looks young. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I I knew him very well when I was doing stand up. He used I used to host that Barney's Beanery show, and he would go every week. Yeah, and what's funny is, let me ask you a quick question: Is he hot? Is he cute? I think he's cute, not hot. Okay, like if you covered his face and t- I didn't know anything about his personality, would I have? S- would I sleep with him? Probably not. But if I knew what he looked like in the face and his personality, that makes him more attractive. It, it's tough for me because the first time I ever laid eyes on Adam Devine ever. I remember distinctly walking up the stairs to Barney's Beanery. The show was on the second floor. 
and the stairs ended where the bathrooms let out, right? So, like, when you got to the stairs, right immediately next to the stairs were the men and women's bathrooms. Okay. So, when I get to the top of the stairs, he walks out of the men's bathroom. He does, Mike, the strongest, like, just hit you like a wall smell of poo. Okay. But you don't know ba- if that was it could True. have been before him. It could have been before him, but now I associate that smell of poo and always uh-huh. have with him. And by the way, I'm gonna tell you something. Very nice guy. I know he doesn't remember me. Um we I actually bumped into him one time with Jose and I t- I had told Jose it's so embarrassing. I had told <laughs> I had told Jose that I know him. Yeah. And we were with Patrick Keene, it was myself, Jose and Patrick Keene. And we yeah. were walking out and Adam comes up and he goes, Pat and it only addressed Pat, never spoke to me. And Jose was like, I thought you knew him. And Your life is like an I Love Lucy episode. Just one long I Love Lucy episode. I know. It really is. <laughs> and I, so I know it'd be one of these things where I have to remind Adam Devine who I am. And I have his phone number in my phone. You know what? I'm going to put it. I'm going to give it out in the air. <laughs> no, you're not. Um, okay, his Joe. number is. Joe, 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 Joe. Um. Wait, what are what are what else do we have to talk about? What are you doing over Christmas? Like anything? What do you plan to? Let's each make one goal to have done by the time we come back to the show. Okay, my goal is to have a job on a major network television show. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sounds good. Okay, what's your goal? Um, shit, yours was good. Um, you, I'll come back to me. Come back to me. We come I'm back. I'm focus. done. Well, what are you doing over Christmas? Um, I strangely have friends in town, um, but uh, you know, for Christmas Eve, we just go to my mom's house, and then Christmas Day, um, we do something in the morning at my brother's house. But then I have the afternoon pretty much off. Historically, I've gone to the f- home of Mercedes' family, but I don't. It hasn't happened the past year or two. And um, I haven't been told about it either, so I don't think I don't know. And then. Um, <laughs> But last year, I went with a friend of the show, Adam Vaught, to go see Star Wars, and we may continue that um, trend. Oh, good. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, cool. What are my, you do? I'm, I'm just doing my the parent thing. Um, they leave on the 26th or 7th, I think. So um, just hanging out with them until they take off, and then that's it. Uh, by the time we come back to the show, um, I had a good one. Shit, shit, shit. I would like to have. God damn it! I even had a good one in my head. Uh, Is I'm it sorry, diabetes related? No. Well, now it won't be. Is it like reading a book or see some plays or see some movies? Yeah. Are you going to see all the Oscar movies this year? Maybe. I mean, that's always kind of something I wish I could do, and then it gets down to like I don't know, like Philomena, and I'm like, ugh. Philomena was good. It. it doesn't even look good to me. I don't know. Oh, have you seen it? No. Oh, it you should watch it. Good. It's good. There's all these movies like they don't interest me. No, then, Philomena like, would interest you. Should I just go see all of the nominated pictures because they're nominated? Does that make them good enough? I'll be honest with you. With this year's batch, I, besides Moonlight, La La, 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 La Land. La Land, La La Land was phenomenal, by the way. Yeah, I know you it. and I talked about it. But it was really good. Probably one of the best movies I've seen in like five years. <laughs> I would have to analyze the actual movies that came out in the past five years before I made that solid statement. But you get it. 
That, that could, we could use their songs. Their songs. We could use their songs, Michael Lawson, for um, our theme song. Like, Michael and Joe, they're catching up today on podcast. I can't remember how the song goes after that. I do love how they're, they're, the, the La La Land uh, Los Angeles is very white. Well, there's ethnic people, but they're just there to support the white people. Sure. And their dreams and dancing. And just drive, just driving right up to the Griffith Observatory. Just drive, they just drive right onto it. Well, same as in Rebel Without a Cause. That was kind of the joke, right? Yeah. Um, what else? I'm done. Oh, I guess we're doing this. uh, What's what's this math story? So, guys, you remember? Like, I had a story that I said we couldn't publish for legal reasons. I I don't actually know. I don't have an ending to this story because I I just forgot about it. So, but the semester's over. I got an A in the English class, and so there was drama with my math teacher. So the episode you're going to hear is all about that drama. And I'm figuring since the semester's over and I haven't heard anything, then the legal stuff is over. And also my part is over. There's no, they can't do anything to me now because I got my A in English. So they can go fuck themselves now. Thank you. All right. So go fuck yourselves with the story, and it was nice catching up with you, Joe. Have a Merry Christmas, Mike Lawson. In hell... See you next year. In hell. <laughs> now we don't talk for four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But here, guys, here's the thing. Oh. Here, okay, Mike's not there, but Mike's listening. Okay, he already stopped recording. Here's the thing. We're going to continue talking. You're just not going to hear it. Mike's laughing. That's I'm describing what's happening. So, yeah, Mike and I are going to continue talking. We're still going to do catching up. It's just no one's going to ever hear it. By the way, Mike, I, Mike's not recording. But I'm still, I like this. We have this contest. <laughs> Someone gets to win a phone call with catching up, you know, catching up with catching up. The winner won't set up the time with us. <laughs> yeah, not interested. Email, we've emailed him. He's like, eh, I don't know if I get around to it. So, Gus Chad... Uh, you win the contest, but yeah. But you know, here's the good thing, Mike, is he's elected to just do all that he did for Big Blue Test for no reward. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Hey, everyone. This is Joe. Even though I promised this on Facebook, which I don't think Mike knows, is I just deleted the post, actually, the original post. Oh, because uh, you didn't want it yeah. out there? Oh, yeah. not because you're not. Re- it's not going out the same week. No, because I'm like, oh, what if they do a search on my Facebook and they find Catching Up and go to the Catching Up webpage? Yeah. So anyway, uh, uh, yes, even <laughs> we got all these great downloads. Yeah. Um, I know I promised drama about the. Well, I guess they're already hearing this. Here's the drama about the math class that you never got. That was promised. Who knows? It could be a week yeah. ago or it could be a year ago. Who knows? So this is me hearing it the day of the Facebook post. So I'm so curious to see kind of what happened. Oh my god, it's so dramatic! But as you'll hear in this story, uh, there were I had legal concerns as to yeah. what I could and can't say. In fact, I'm going to still be legally careful here. But I think it, it was it, I think it was a good idea not to release it immediately because I don't know what the ramifications are. Okay, get on with it. Okay, so on Monday I was okay. Just so you know, uh, have, have I spoken much about the math class? What do you know, Mike Lawson? You tried to get into. 
an Asian woman's math class, and that didn't work out right. Yeah, right? the yeah. teacher was Asian. I remember that yeah. about her. Mm-hmm. And so you just went to your math class. That's all I really know. Okay, actually. So I I don't think I've spoken about it because there wasn't anything terribly. Oh, this is a full segment worth story uh, in the class. But it's it and also because of everything that was going on in the English class. I was like, I don't want this to be Joe the Difficult Student uh, podcast, okay? okay? And also what you should know, and this is another reason I had no stories from there, is I was very intimidated in this class, and I said nothing. That's important okay. to the story. Intimidated by the content of the class? No. Intimidated by the instructor. So oh. the instructor, who I won't say his name, we'll just call him the instructor. We'll call him Doctor, because he is okay. a doctor. The doctor was... And, and um, it is, in my opinion, a monster. Okay, and this was evident from early on in the class. Okay. Okay. So, okay. um, but as as much as I did today in the different meetings I had, what I want to do is go small and start about talk about what happened on Monday, and then we'll talk about other incidents in the past. Okay. But just so you know, the only thing you need to know is I went to this math class. I never said a word. Uh, I actually remember I talked about in the previous episode that that was my plan, actually. Remember? Because I, I didn't want to be the creepy old guy. Yeah. Well, that worked in math. I, I intentionally sat in the back of the room, kept my head down, didn't say a word. And okay. it's been going on at like that for seven weeks, despite all the drama that's been happening in the class. Still never said anything. So on Monday, I'm in class. We had taken a midterm a couple of weeks ago. He was handing back the corrected midterms. He handed them back. And whatever. And I'm sitting there. Now he's he's started the day's lesson. And there is an Asian girl, Asian woman, young Asian woman, sitting next to me. Okay? on the uh, To my right. Okay. And he's teaching the class. And she has poor English skills. And I know this because she waves at me. And she lifts up her midterm, the, the, the midterm score she got back. And then she makes like a writing motion with her hand and she goes, Mark. And I go, excuse me. And she goes, you have Mark. And I go, Oh, do you need a pen? And she said, yes. Okay. So I get into my little cute little pencil purse. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I hand her a pen. Well, and again, because you're hearing the, the inciting incident right now, it's going to sound shocking, but this is, actually par for the course literally the instructor sees this and he marches over to us marches like storms up to us and he puts his face in her face and he puts his finger up to her and he goes don't talk about the midterm okay so then i say because she wasn't talking about the midterm and i think this this will i'm thinking this will diffuse the situation I say, oh, no, 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 no. She was just asking for a pen. And then he turns to me and he stares at me in the face, red, his face is red, his eyes are bulging out of his head, and he puffs his chest and he gets his face inches from me. And he goes, mind your own business and don't defend her. But it is your business. She was talking to you. I know. And Okay. And then he, like, storms to the front of the class. Now, once again, I'm going to get into what happened during the semester. But at this point, I'm like, in my head, internally, I did not say this out loud, just internally, I was like, fuck this shit. 
I'm out of here. Well, you're dealing with a crazy person. Yeah. So I start packing up my, my belongings. He notices that I'm packing up my belongings. And he goes, you know, buddy, this is from the front of the room, you got a real bad attitude. By the way, when I said, oh, I'm sorry, she was asking for a pen. Those are the first words I've ever spoken to him in the entire semester. And the last words. Like, you yeah. didn't say anything after oh, that, Oh, no, right? I did, yeah. No, no, well, no, I mean, but, like, up to up until this point, you had it. that's all you've said. That's all I've said. Up to this yeah. point, that's all I've ever said to him. One sentence. He goes, you got a real bad attitude. I think, you, yeah, you should get out of here. And you know what? I think you better drop the class. I think it's a good idea for you to drop this class. Get out of here. Okay. So I grab my bag. Class is staring at me. And I say, I'm filing a complaint with the math department. And he goes, go ahead. Do it. Get out of my classroom. Let me tell you something. This guy messed. I've said it before. <laughs> I've said it before. And this time this comes to fruition. He fucked with the wrong faggot. Because I will not. No, in this case, I will. And I will not let up. I will not let up. So the entire semester, the entire semester has been a nightmare. That's actually one of the reasons this math class was one of the reasons I was having stomach problems. Okay? Because I would be terrified every time before I went to class about what what was going to be the day that I got yelled at. Okay? Okay. Everybody got it. And so he has done awful things. For instance, the instructor before him is an old handicapped man. Okay. And there's like about, in a wheelchair or? Uh, no, it's just, I, my, let me tell you this. My guess is he had a stroke at one point. So while he can move his left side, it's very weak. Okay. Can he slow? He shuffles. Okay. And so there's a 15 minute uh, interval between classes and it takes him a little longer to erase the board. He still gets out in time, but it takes him a little longer to erase the board. And this one particular day early in the semester, he also had a student who was asking him a question. So he's helping her as try, as well as trying to get out of the classroom. Well, he's still in there when the doctor comes in. Mm-hmm. The doctor. You're like, in the room. You're in the room at the time. Oh, the whole class is in the room. Okay. He goes, "What are you doing in here?" Get out of my classroom. And he was like, oh, I was just, I don't care. Get out of my classroom. What? Yeah. Like, yells at him. And the reason okay. I'm not yelling is because I don't want to, I don't want to, like, be overmodulate on the microphone. But he's screaming. He screams at everything. Okay? All right. That's one. one. Again, just the other day, just the other fucking day, one of the kids who sits in the front of the class, he's kind of one of the, not smart, I don't know if he's smart or not, but just sit, sit in the front of the class kids. Okay. Asked him at the end of the class, oh, doctor, can I ask you a question? And the doctor was like, what? And then he whipped out, the student whipped out his textbook. And then um, the doctor goes, if you don't have the book open when you ask me a question, don't bother. And then just walked away. <laughs> right? Then um, he, when he would hand out quizzes, if you didn't do well, he would say like, you didn't do the homework, did you? That's why you got a zero. I'd probably drop the class if I were you. Whoa. Then you weren't allowed to ask questions. And if, you're, you don't feel confident in this class the way you do probably the English class. No. Then right? if you asked a question, he wouldn't answer the question. He wouldn't show you how the question was done. If it, let's say he skipped a couple of steps and made some assumptions. And you said, excuse me, how'd you get that? Uh, it's called math. Um, weren't you in math 125? If you were, I would sue the school and get your money back. He said that? Yes. 
He, if you go to his, he's in the wrong profession. Oh, if you go to his rate my professor profile, it's funny because there's a part where it said he threw a girl out of a midterm because she sneezed, and you would think that's not true. At our and then midterm, you're there. You're not. You're not surprised. At our midterm, he almost threw a girl out because she cleared her throat. She went, <clears throat> and he walked up to her and he went, "That's really annoying me. Don't do that again." I wouldn't have even known what he was talking about. I know. There's an Asian girl who doesn't speak English very well. She has a translating machine. Mm-hmm. He he constantly harasses her because he, he's convinced that she's going on the internet. And to, who knows what she's doing on the internet, right? But he's <laughs> not going to have it. Okay? Uh-huh. He, um, oh, oh, my God. I mean, that's just a good sample of things. He just yells at people all the time. Angry. Just angry. 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 He yeah. comes in angry. He, he He's throwing things around. He's just pissed off. Right? He feels like he's right all the time. Oh. Yeah. He has a show with a guy from Arkansas. <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh, yes. So that is this guy. That, that's that been the whole semester. Every week, I don't know what I'm going to get yelled at about. I, I'd never been yelled at until that day. Okay. And I, I was already at that point thinking, like, fuck this shit. Sure. Fuck it. Well, like, I feel, I feel like... Him yelling at the girl next to you and you know she didn't deserve it. That could have pushed you over too, but like you walking out and then him, like him, you know what I mean? Like it probably made you do it immediately. Yeah. No, you're right. And so, so then I go, like I told you, he messed with the wrong. I know you hate this word, but I'm using it. I believe in a honorable way. He messed with the wrong faggot because then what I did was I immediately drove home and I researched the fuck out of what happened and i found the general course catalog for east la college which just so you know again because i would get in trouble a lot at my when i was in college i know a lot about how the rules work it's the way prisoners know a lot about law okay so i know that when you go to college the course catalog for your freshman year is the school's contract with you Okay? okay, so all the rules in that course catalog apply to you. Gotcha. So I looked up the course catalog and I found the rules for grievances. It referenced an LA uh, community college district regulation called E55. I looked that up and I printed that shit up, right? Okay. There's also a bunch of forms that come with that. I downloaded those fucking forms and I had them on my computer and I printed them, okay? So sure. I so the next time I have, then on Tuesday this is all I did this on Monday night Tuesday then on Tuesday okay so according to the rules here's what I was supposed to do that my next step was to contact the department chair who is another um we'll call him Doctor K okay and <laughs> the the dean of the um school all this stuff you can look up actually but I'm still gonna use these names his name is Doctor R okay Doctor K. Kay? Dr. K? Dr. R. So, uh, I email both of them on Tuesday, and I outline. I, I'm. I. I think. I, I think you've seen the email, Mike. Yeah. And uh, it's very official and very serious and very calm and just this is what it is. And I need to meet with you. I get a response from Dr. K, who is the department chair. I get a a, a response from him first, and the email essentially says something along the lines of this is out of my purview i highly recommend you go to the dean i emailed the i didn't really email the dean anyway 
the dean emails me back and he's very kind and he says i'm very sorry this is your experience please can we meet tomorrow at such and such a time we arranged a mutual agreeable time and i look forward to meeting with you tomorrow great and i'm like great okay i also set up a meeting with the ombudsman on monday Sure. So I already he, had a meeting. He knows your name. Oh, oh, girl. So let's actually jump to that, right? So now okay. it's Wednesday. I go to English class. And you've heard in a previous episode what happened in English class on Wednesday. Then I go from Wednesday. I oh, go- this is not this week? No, it is this week. But what I'm saying is this is, this is coming out later. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so we haven't recorded that yet. So I haven't heard it. But no. the people listening to this have. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. Okay. Got yeah. it, got it, got it. And by the way, just so you know, English class is an amusing story. There's no drama at English class. So, and by the way, now I love this. This English teacher and I love each other now. Isn't that funny? Yeah. So, the point is, I go see the ombudsman and he comes out. Because I just had to be a point with him. He comes to see me and you can tell he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, he probably thinks it's the same English teacher, right? He probably thinks he probably thinks it's a problem with the English teacher or something. And he goes like, all right, come to the back, right? And I yeah. go there. I go, can I close the room, door? And he goes, yes. And then... I say, look, actually, the English class has improved. She's actually a very good teacher. Uh, now that we moved on, she stopped talking about politics. And I go, everything I still, I don't take anything back that I said. I mean, I think it was still inappropriate what she did. But totally now, that, that, now that we moved on, she's actually doing her job and she does a good job at it. Okay? Okay. And he's like, oh, great. And he goes, and what, what are you here for? And then I tell him the story, just as I told you. Mike, he is floored. Right? He is like, oh my God. Yes. I, I just can't imagine. You think this is the first time he's heard a complaint about the Hold dude, on. Though? Hold on. He goes, he goes, I'll tell you what's really weird. I've never heard of this guy. And that that's what's troubling me about this story is this is a you, very is severe. <laughs> huh? Is he new? No, 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 no. Hold on. It comes out. He goes, This is a these are very severe accusations. And if this is a pattern with this guy. I'm shocked. I've never heard about this. Right. He goes, have you talked to Dr. K? And I go, yeah, I emailed him. And he said to go directly to Dr. R, the Dean. Oh, why don't we call him Dean? What's called the Dean. Okay. I, don't, I need to call him Dr. R. Um, he, he said to go to Dr. R. I mean, he said to go to the Dean, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. And he goes, huh. And he makes it this weird puzzled face. And I said, I know you believe me, I tell him, but I go, let me just show you the email. And he goes, okay. So I show him the email from Dr. K, the head of the, the chair of the department. And he goes, he gets like this, like, like nod, he nods and he goes, okay, I get it. He goes, this is like bureaucratic speak. I'm reading between the lines here, so I can be totally wrong. I'm telling you, though, I think what's happening here is... They have a problem with this guy, and this is already out of this guy's hands. Got it. So it's, it's like, next complaint you get, just send it directly to me. We're yes. not even going to yes. deal he with goes, the normal bullshit. He goes, based on what he's writing to you, I can already tell that's the way bureaucrats speak. It's a, it's a coded language, and you have to read between the lines, and I can already tell you that's what it is. That makes sense. So then I go... But how does the ombudsman not know this dude? It still is a... a well, you know, it kind of makes sense because at one point when we were just chatting, he goes, he goes, you really do have a good case here. But he's like, honestly, 
I don't know how I would be involved because if you're actually bringing an official grievance forward and we have like a, you know, uh, there's a panel that makes a judgment, he goes, I don't know what they would decide because usually they're deciding on um, like, oh, this grade was unfair. Like there's like a concrete result. Right. You know, concrete, like, this is what we're going to recommend. There's nothing, I mean, there's nothing really for them to recommend. What they would recommend is that it goes to some sort of, like, academic discipline thing. He goes, this isn't, he goes, like, I'm involved to some extent because I have to make sure all parties are following it. But, like, this is not usually what I deal with. So it makes sense that he wouldn't deal necessarily. This is actually something more for the dean to deal with. Okay. Okay. So he goes, so I had a meeting with the dean immediately after the ombudsman. So the ombudsman meeting was at 1. My meeting with the dean was at 1.30. Okay? And it's in the next building over. So I shake hands with the ombudsman. He's really nice. We have, oh, he does say before I leave. Cause, oh, because I told you, I put on the, the fucking Joe Batanz show. And yeah. I get in his face the way uh, the doctor got in my face. And I'm doing the whole story to him. He goes, yeah. Honestly, with the dean, I know him. He's a good guy, but I'd kind of scale it back a little bit. He's like, I know you. He yeah. goes, I know you, but you might frighten someone who doesn't really know you. Can you not call someone a bitch when you're talking <laughs> yeah. to the dean, please? Well, because I had my finger in his face and everything like that, and got my face in. There. I did, I did, I did a, a, an accurate description. But I said, I told him, I go, look, I understand what you're saying. I'm going to follow your advice, but let me let me tell you this. Now imagine you're in this guy's class and he's yeah. doing that to you. Sure. You you know me, and yeah. you're and I'm just telling out. a story, and it made you uncomfortable. Yeah, imagine now you're in class, and this person's an authority figure. Right. And he goes, "Yep. Yeah, well, I, he, I think the dean will work it out." So I go to the office. Now I don't know what to do because every time I've dealt with the math department, they're not mean, but they're very cold. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I've had limited involvement with them, but they're very. And it makes sense with math. They're just very like different side of the brain. Yeah, different side of the brain. They're very like, this is the answer. You know, this is how it goes. Yeah. So I go over to the, uh, where the dean, and the dean's not in the math department. He's like in an administrative building. And I'm just like, sitting going like, hmm, God, I don't know what's going to happen, right? I'm like, this is really the make or break, because pretty much what the ombudsman told me that it's really in the dean's hands. Yeah. You know? So I'm sitting there, and then the woman who works in there goes, you know what? The dean's meeting with, oh, I can't remember. She didn't say VP. It's like a very high up person, right? Okay. And uh, she says he's meeting with a very high up person, and um, he'll be with you in a second. So I wait for about five minutes, not knowing what's going to happen. Girl, as soon as he walked out, all worry dissipated why is he gay too girl i mean i don't know i don't know like remember the english the head of the english department said he was gay right this dean hasn't said that to you well not in words sure he sashays up to me i mean by the way i don't know this is all a guess assumptions assumptions i'm making assumptions i don't know he could be the straightest guy in the world right yeah this queen says, like, Joseph? And I go, yes. And he goes, hi, I'm the dean. <laughs> he says his name, but he goes, I'm the dean. And I go, oh, hi, dean. Uh-huh. And he goes, come back to my room. Uh-huh. And I go back, and he has a really nice office. And he goes, isn't the dean on the community college show 
com- oh, community, it's called. Yeah. Isn't he gay too? I've never seen community. I'm pretty sure he is. Well, he, this guy's the dean of the math department, but this. Oh, right, right. Yeah. So, oh my God. He goes, Go on. just sit right here for a second. I'll be right back. And then he leaves for a while. I'm texting Richard. Like, I got this in the bag. <laughs> it's done. So you're assuming because he's gay, you'll communicate better with him or he'll just naturally believe you or what's the well, assumption there? Th- I think the assumption is a couple of things. One, I think, yes, I think that there's a uh, a language, even though it's not spoken. And I was actually very careful because he never, to- again, he's never told me he's gay. This is an right. assumption I'm making. But there is a language, you sure. know, and they and there's they, shorthand, there's body language, yeah. There's and also though, and, and not to stereotype, but I think a gay man or any kind of minority um, understands what it's like to be bullied or belittled, and so would be more sensitive to that. Okay, does that make sense? Sure. And based like he probably doesn't casually use the word faggot. No. He's sensitive to that. Got yes. it. Yes. Uh-huh. Got it, got it. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> my shade button. Oh. But I will say, no, because I, I want to come back to your what you just said right now. I'm making a choice. We've talked about this before. I'm not casually using faggot. It is a choice I am making, and it's a political choice I'm making. Sure. Well, the 10 words, 15 words you said after it, I didn't hear, because in my head, that's what I heard was that one word so you made a choice to kind of make me tune out for a while okay so any and the, i mean the word makes me feel a certain way and this is a hobby of something i enjoy and so i don't want to feel that way while i'm doing this like uh-huh. that's included too so yes but then too just the same way that a black person can use the n-word as a form of empowerment i feel like i'm using that here that this is this right. a whole it's a whole other discussion okay sure. and That's just a, like a black person could say they don't feel comfortable when other black people say the n-word i'm saying i don't like when people say the, the f-word around no i understand that i understand what you're saying but what i'm also saying though too and in that discussion with both the n-word and i'll go with you on this the f-word because i'm not using it here as a political choice what i'm telling you here is both of us are right because both of us can be called that word. Sure. Does that make sense? Okay. All right. M- moving on. I've evolved on it. Like, I've certainly been where you're at, and that's not where I'm at anymore. Okay. So, at, w- going back to what I was saying is, again, this is an assumption I'm making, uh, but if he is gay and based on his mannerisms – okay, even I'll even – I think I feel confident saying this. If he's not gay, based on his mannerisms, I would make it uh, – I think it's a fair assumption that he was probably picked on a lot because of okay. it. Okay. He's kind of flamboyant. And so, therefore, he would be more sensitive to this kind of stuff. He'd be more sensitive. Sure. So, anyway, I kind of think, okay, this is the, my story is going to go over much better here. So, I sit down and he says, Joseph, I was very, very – um, I have, to, I have to tell you this before you, you say anything. I was very glad to receive your email. Huh. Be- because we've heard rumors about the doctor, but the way that the system works, we couldn't uh, act on it until somebody sure. took the actions that you took. They're not going to choose a ratemyteacher.com no comment and they fire a guy right yeah because uh rate my teacher or rate my professor 
people will use it for revenge if they got a grade right. they didn't like. You can't depend on it. And sure. they and they and they for obvious reasons can't go to students and go, "Do you hate this teacher?" Or I heard that this happened. You know, like sure. they have to wait until someone. This is you know very similar to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court can't invent cases. They have to wait until a case is brought before them and then they make a decision sure proper okay. hoops have been jumped through prop yeah so proper hoops have been jumped through so they've heard about this he was known for this but no one no student had taken the correct steps crazy to put it into action right okay so he said i'm very glad you did this because now because of what you've done the wheels have been set in motion. Oh God! <laughs> okay. Uh huh. So when I'm the case that's going to get it all the way to the Supreme Court, then. I'm the Roe v. Wade. <laughs> yes, you are Wade or Roe. I'm Obergefell. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ogurdafell. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he he says. So when I was talking to the higher up, remember in the meeting, we when we got your email we put a plan of action into course. So now we have a plan of action, what to do. Um, Once you submit, there's an an official form you have to submit. Once you submit that form, which is what we need, okay, the wheels get set in motion. And things are going to happen. I can't tell you what they are, but things are going to happen. And I was like, oh. And he said... Basically, the way it works is, again, they can't take any action against him because then what he will do immediately is he's going to go to his union. Sure. And and they need to have evidence to show the union we have cause for whatever action we're taking. Gotcha. Okay? I don't know what that – I really – I'm being honest. I really don't know what that action is. Okay. Uh, it could be anything from suspension to maybe uh, anger management or sensitivity training to outright removal. Sure. I don't know. So he said, but the union's going to fight us and we need that evidence. So you need to have all your ducks lined up in a row and I need you to do X, Y, and Z. Okay. And so that's literally my whole day has been spent that I, I did fill out the form that I'm supposed to fill out. Um, however, by the time I finished it, the office I'm supposed to take it to closed. So I'm going to take it first thing tomorrow morning. And then once I turn it in, that's it. <laughs> and, um, so he did say, you know, I told him a lot of stories, uh, from the class and he said, I really want to talk to some people in the class. I, and I think that they have, he, again, he can't tell me much, right? Yeah. He right. can just tell me, tell me something, you know, that or I doesn't know. have to tell you much. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's probably wise to only tell you what he has to tell you. Yeah. And so I do know, so I said, I, I go, I, I, so I got my needs kind of taken care of. I think I've come to a different conclusion right now, and I'll, I'll, I'll see you right to him tomorrow. Are you getting placed in another math class? I got placed or? into another math class, but um, this is not interesting for the show, so I'll tell you off the air why I might actually just choose to drop it without... Drop it, but right now, if I were to actually drop it, it would be shown as a W, which is a negative mark on your right. thing. So I think what I'm going to talk to the dean, and I know the dean has this power, is to erase it from my record this semester, and I'll just take the the sem- I'll just take sure. it the next semester. We'll see if he I will feel do like that. if you word it that you feel like maybe you didn't get 
a good start so jumping into another class is gonna harm you well i'm I'm doing all like i have to go to another class tomorrow i talked to that teacher already i'm just doing it now i'm just gonna talk about it basically what the teacher said and this is and i respect the teacher i agree with his decision i have no problem with this teacher he seemed really cool but he said essentially half the semester's over i'm not gonna take this other teacher's grades so you're gonna have to take a zero on the homework up to this point he goes, but don't worry about it. He goes, the, the homework's only 10% of your grade. So essentially you've lost 5%. He goes, but you are gonna, I'm going to require you to take the midterm that we took. How am I supposed to know it's 5%? I'm failing math class right now. <laughs> he goes, we took a midterm two weeks ago. I'm going to need you to take that midterm and get a grade. We have a midterm in like a week and a half. You're going to need to take that midterm. They're way ahead of us. So I need to catch up, right? Okay. So I'm already thinking I need to get an A in this class for the program I'm applying to. So that's why I'm thinking like, yes, in theory, I could do this, but I need that A. And for like, if I just want an A or B, totally doable. Sure. But because I need an A, I've already lost 5% of that wiggle room that I need. And you're not super confident in the content. Yeah. I'm going to go to the class tomorrow and show the teacher that I'm, I'm and the dean that I'm serious. And then I'm going to say... And, and I'm being honest here. I would love to take the math class that this teacher offers next semester. He showed me how his class works. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if jumping in the in the middle is the right thing. Sure. And this teacher's way cool. The teacher I, the teacher hasn't fish, officially put me in his class. He said, "Why don't you try the class, and actually try the midterm, the first one, and then make the decision." That is nice. Yeah. So I might even still do that. Sure. Okay. I think you have a solid case for not wanting to take it right now. Because you'd have to play catch up. You don't feel confident in the content the way you do other, you know, another topic. Yeah. But um, I'm so anyway, going back to what happened. So, uh, yeah. So then so then I had to go speak to the other teacher, which was a different class. So by the time I was done filling out my forms, talking to the other teacher, it was five minutes away from the, uh, my math class getting out. Okay. So I walk over to the math class and I wait Why? for that. Because I want to talk to the kids. Because the the dean said, we have what we need, but if we could get more kids from the class, it's even better. Now, he made it seem like they were going to kind of take care of it on their end. He didn't say don't. He actually said, if you could, because he he said, do you know any of the kids? Can you contact any of them? And I said, actually, nobody talked because we were all afraid. Yeah. So I know I wasn't against the rules for me to talk to them. He wanted to know if I knew any of them. Sure. So after class, they actually approached me. I stood sort of to the side, like the like the like the boyfriend from the wrong side of the tracks, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And they they walk out and they go like, "Oh, did you, did you, did you file papers against him?" I said, "He's going down." I said, "Guys, the dean is very cool. It's confidential. I highly recommend you guys go and talk to him. I go, and you don't need to do it. It's a, The wheels have been set in motion. All you're going to do is improve the case, and it will be held in confidentiality. So if you don't do it, that's fine if you don't feel comfortable, but I highly recommend it. He's very cool. He will listen to you. He wants to hear from you. Sure. And so I told him that, and so that is what's going on. By the way, Betty Batanz the entire time was like, I don't know, Joey. I just don't see why you have to make a big deal about this. I, and I go, because he did something wrong. And he's an awful teacher that's getting away with it. Yes. And this, like, is exactly, it. this is exactly why the school couldn't do anything. Cause, and this is, again, uh, we never get letters anyway. But 
it's something that I've noticed that's very pervasive in Mexican culture, which is like, oh, no, I'm not going to make waves. I'm just going to sit here and just do, you know, I'm just going to not do anything because I'm Mexican and scared, you know. Is that and, like immigrant Mexican culture? No, or is it, no, no. Not just immigrant. I mean, my, my parents, have, my, I'm going to even say a lot of the reason why I'm delayed and why I've had this um, uh, delayed adolescence or what uh, what's it called this frozen i don't know what it's called but is because of that is i didn't there were a lot of chances when i was younger that i didn't take because there's a very mexican attitude it's pervasive mexican culture which is like no 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 i'm not me you know just don't make any waves just keep your head down don't let anyone notice you don't ask for things don't I mean, it's one of the reasons why you very rarely see a Mexican just begging for money. They'll, no, don't get me wrong, they they panhandle like nobody's business, but they're going to try and sell you oranges, or they're going to try and sell you a shitty uh, plaster knockoff uh, Elmer Fudd piggy bank, you know? Sure. They're going to try and sell you something, because... They this is very like oh no don't ask for anything and don't do that it's, it's very it, it's like that it's, it's pervasive in the culture and it it's what's holding a lot of Latinos back and so that's exactly and East LA College is mostly Latino kids look this guy's been there for years he's sure. been there for years and he's been a problem they know they knew about it I was just telling someone it was like. The Wizard of Oz, and I was Dorothy, and the house accidentally landed on the Wicked Witch of the East, <laughs> right? And uh -huh. everyone just came out, and they were like, <laughs> like singing because they were like, finally, like the, the dean had this like look of relief. He was so happy to see me, sure. you know, like you are the one that we've been waiting for to finally get rid of this fucking asshole. Good. Thank you. Good. And so that is the math teacher story. Well, that's interesting. Um, who knows when we'll release it, but... <laughs> I know. Well, because for the I, vault. Yeah, for the vault. Um, we're going to wait till we get the legal clearance or till we have something busy and we have no other show for the week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. All right. Because, look, look, this was about as long as an episode. So, wait, do we stop recording then? Yeah, well, go to hell, Mike. Wait, what? Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, I mean... Um, uh, um, um, uh, um, uh, um, use action to defeat worry and fear. Do something to change what can be changed, and you'll no longer be afraid. <laughs>